and welcome to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Happy New Year. Kelly Patrick, Carlo Kellum, the lovely Ashley Danielle. I love the intro music, man. Just like I predicted at the beginning of the year, well, beginning of the season, Charlie Strong has left the University of Louisville for Texas. No shortage of things to talk about today with that's, the Charlie Strong That's the story. biggest topic of the, yeah, all weekend. He drag, he drug it out as long as he could, man. Five million for five, year, five years, 25 million. You can't turn that down. You can't. I mean, I think this is my problem. Louisville fans think that they have a rich history in college football, and they do not. They act like they're Miami, like they have five national championships. You How do would not. you know what Louisville fans act like? They don't have a football history. It's, it's always, not about football history. It's about loyalty to a program. Listen, this will always will be a stepping stone for coaches. Just like Kentucky will never be. Well, no, Kentucky's different. They're, they're in the SEC. It's different. They're in the SEC, but they are not. That's different. Good. But but it's going to always be a stepping stone for other coaches to further their career. It's not. It's, I don't think UofL's job is anyone's number one job that they want. They say, hey, I want to be the head coach of Louisville. It's the goal of my, of my life. Not, not right usually, now. It's usually Notre Dame. Yeah, not right now. Not right now, but I will say this. The fact that Louisville and Tom Jurek even got to negotiate with Charlie Strong before he left speaks volumes about the upward trajectory of the Louisville football program. I agree. Would you agree with that, Carlos? No. Carlo. He was leaving regardless. I don't think the meeting, you know, he, I don't think they had any, any, anything to do with it. I, I don't, you don't think so? Don't you don't think, think the fact that Jurek might have even been able to match $5 million a year? You don't think that matters? And if he did, he, he still turned it down. It's, he Louis, still would have turned it down. Like I said, no I'm not coach, saying Louisville's on the see, level of Texas. They're far from even, it. Listen, even Miami's coach, he's leaving, and he possibly can be the next coach at Penn State. That's like his dream. Penn State's a dream job for some coaches. Louisville's not a dream I'm job. I'm not saying it is. I didn't coach. say it is. Nobody was arguing that point, Carlo. Uh, okay. I feel like All you're right. just trying to make a point right now. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> and then my point's made. Louisville's not a, it's not a number one job. And Kentucky Listen, is, is the best is literally literally like You like, go there and you struggle is, to get an assistant coaching job afterward. Seriously. We're talking about Louisville right now. We, we, have, yeah, we, have, we have a loyal coach. We have a coach that's sticking with us. Yeah, right until now. you guys get pissed that he's not <laughs> winning like the previous coaches before him and you fire him. Plenty to talk about today. Plenty to talk about. Todd and I are Bengals fans, lifelong Bengals fans. We told got you the, Andy Dow's the man, but go ahead. You told me he threw four interceptions last week, Carlo. But you won. Andy Dalton is not the man. <laughs> Regardless, they are undefeated at home, and they play today in the first round of the playoffs against the Chargers. We're going to have our man, Hard Rock, Brandon Higdon, calling in 1045. He promotes the mixed martial arts across the state of Kentucky. Some great events. He's a lifelong Chargers fan. So, so we'll not that hours trickling over into the WSB. For the sake of a local celebrity and Brandon Higdon, sure. We'll get to have him on, hear his take, his projections for the Phillip Rivers, Danny Woodhead-led San Diego Chargers against our Bengals today at 105. Right. In fact, uh, Hard Rock is such a fan that his uh, son is named Charger. <laughs> first Are you name, being serious? First really name's Charger. Is. Wow. Well, it's a, it's the second name. I think it's, uh, I'm not sure what first name, but it's Charger. It's it should be Na- name. Natron, Natron. Natron Charger. Natron Charger. Uh, can I make the first correction of the day for Brandon J. Higdon, uh, Brandon J. Lawrence, who's uh, proudly sponsoring our show, where the J stands for? Julius Randall. But today we can say justice. Seriously? Oh, my God. No, uh, <laughs> I'm so Carlos said that nobody's dream job was UofL. Uh, you got to remember, Steve Cragthorpe, oh. this was his dream job. He said it I was. I think you said the key word, Crapthorpe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will give Sorry. you that one. I'll give you that one. That was called a buddy system right there. That was a buddy system that at his finest. That was called a horrible decision. The buddy system at his finest, Jurish hiring his buddy. I don't think he'll ever make that mistake again. Ever. 
No. That's fine. Jurek, Jurek's got a tall task ahead of him, and I trust that he will do it as well as I trust anyone out there. You know, uh, Eric Crawford and Rick Bozick have been working very hard since the whole Charlie Strong to Texas talk has really escalated over the last few days. They formulated a list of some potential candidates to replace him. I wouldn't be surprised if Jurek has someone in his back mind that's not even on this list of 13 candidates. Well, what about the guys that turned down the Texas jobs? I heard Mora, Jim Mora was, a, was one of the candidates, uh, uh-huh. Baylor's head coach. Or Bryles. The, those guys, they actually turned down the position. Why do, yeah. you, think, why do you think that is? Well, Baylor's coach is loyal. <laughs> so now we're talking about loyalty. Yeah, I would say he's, he's, he's talking about He Texas. stayed. I mean, why would he stay at Baylor? I would I would go to Texas. He's already in the state of Texas. Yeah, but Baylor in Texas. I mean, come on. Well, but uh, that's loyalty, right? I'll there. be honest. Baylor has more of a fertile recruiting ground than anything well, that the Texas. state of Kentucky yeah, has to offer. Texas. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's still a big job. What, what's your explanation for that, Ashley? My thought is that Texas in Texas football is king. Like in Kentucky, it is. basketball is king. So I mean, a lot of coaches may like the quality of life of the school that they already have like some coaches don't want to put themselves in a pressure cooker because when you lose a game if if the fans like we talked about charlie earlier in the season aren't getting the style that they want to pay their money to come see then those coaches are going to have to answer to the media and then i think charlie strong is a person who doesn't like dealing with media so i think that's going to be interesting in and of itself but i think a lot of coaches may not want to deal with that type of pressure that's yeah, the kind of there, pressure you get at UK as a basketball coach. It is. I've, I've got Very 13 similar. coaches in front of me right now who could be a potential replacement for the University of Louisville. Let's hear him. Vance Bedford, U of L assistant. He's a Texas grad. I bet he's going to Texas. He's probably going too. With, one, with Strong. One but, that I really like, David Cutliffe out of Duke. I like it. I like him too. Would he? Stayed in the same conference. I don't know maybe if that'll not. be a, a, maybe, conference, maybe uh, a conflict if they will let him actually make that move since they both will be in the ACC. We'll let him make that move? Yeah, we'll let him make that move. Sorry. Yeah. Who? Who? Who would not? The let ACC. Him they can't. They can't. Yes, they can. They can't prevent him from yeah. going to another school in the same conference. Seriously? You can prevent someone can. from transferring. It, it, it could be in the contract. Where there may be a contract. Yeah, it could be a contract clause that you can't go. Okay. This, that's like saying Nick Saban will go to you know I don't. He Kentucky. might go somewhere after the season. <laughs> David Cut. I mean, uh, Derek Mason, Stanford assistant. Yeah. Stanford had a great year this year. Explosive offense. Kirby Smart, Alabama assistant. He's one of the names being thrown around. Sean Watson, another Louisville assistant. Rich Rodriguez, a familiar name out in Arizona. His name has been thrown around. You don't, you don't want him? Why boo Rich Rodriguez? Because well, of what he did at Michigan? Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I wouldn't uh, want him either if I was exactly. a Louisville fan. Why not? Well, look at him. In, uh, he really wasn't that su- successful at West Virginia, was he? I him mean, and Pat White and Steve Slayton and those guys had some good I mean, they had some good momentum going. I'm not saying I want Rich Rodriguez to to Louisville. I, what I am saying is, if Jurek believes in Rich Rodriguez, I don't think he's the guy. He's I not. believe it. Yeah. Who is that? Pat Pat. Uh, I can't say it. Pat Narduzzi out of Michigan State, assistant. Mm-hmm. He's uh, one of the names, and Jim McElwin out of Colorado State, their head coach. The Colorado not, State would would fall into the I, into I think, the Jurek's old buddy type, yeah. um, You know, category such as Cragthorpe. I think the sexiest name on this list is David Cutliffe out of Duke with what he did last year with the Duke team. Oh, Duke yeah. doesn't have a, a, a football a football history, period. This is probably the best football team they've ever had. I think that's a name that Louisville fans, uh, you know, it might be do good for you guys. It'll, you, be a, it'll be a stepping stone for him. <laughs> a stepping stone at, closer to the end of his career, right. But Bobby right, Petrino Carla, is the last name. I was going to say, Bobby how I've seen on Facebook over the last 48 hours the acronym BBB. Louisville fans living in the bring past back, again. Bring back Bobby. How do what, you feel about that? What, 
Good question. Uh, if if Jurek thinks it's a good idea, I'm all aboard for it. I, I think I, I what, think what Bobby Petrino's on punishment. He's been on punishment, which is why he's at Western in the first place. So I don't punishment. know. Punishment. It's my alma mater. Punishment. You're. Uh, I finally figured out what L1 uh, C4 stands don't for. Don't do it. Don't do it. I finally figured it out. Louisville man. first, Cardinals forever. Louisville one, Kentucky forever. No, no. four. No, the, the fourest for four years. A coach will stay at Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm not going to bash you guys anymore, man. Carlo, we're going to head to the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line right now. I want to encourage our listeners actually give us a call five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. So much to talk about. Charlie Strong's replacement. Do you want Petrino to be the replacement for Charlie Strong? If Jurek says it's the way to go, I got to trust his judgment on that. Is there someone else that you'd like to see uh, replace Charlie Strong here at the University of Louisville? Right now on the buzz line, we got our man Brian the Insider. How you doing this morning, Brian? Good morning, everybody. Happy New Year to you three. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us this morning. I know you're going to weigh in, I'm sure, on the Charlie Strong situation. Also, a, possibly a horse racing update. What do you have for us this morning, Brian? Well, I'm just like everyone else, uh, completely intrigued with the, you know, Charlie Strong leaving. Uh, boy, I tell you, Carlo, you can fire up a Louisville fan. You got, I, I, I was ready to talk horse racing and a Kentucky <laughs> fan talking about football when you haven't sniffed an SEC victory in years. And, you know, you need to worry about getting an SEC win, uh, before you worry about, uh, you know, Louisville football. But I, I, I got one thing that, in my defense, uh, Brian. Five years, yeah. six years ago, Kentucky beat the national no champions at LSU. No one cares about that. No one cares. Five years, six years yeah, ago? Yeah, however long ago. It may have been 10 years And, now. and you just said Louisville fans living in the past. But, uh, Come uh, on. Uh, I'm, uh, well, Carlo, I'm I will tell you this. I, the the, the, the uh, jury's still out on your coach now. He, he seems to be doing a good job of recruiting. I can't tell if he can coach. If I had to guess, I'd say he can't. Well, we won, he, but, we, uh, we won a ball game by default. Sad. He was on the sideline in the Oklahoma game. Yeah, no. So that's a default yeah. blow victory well, for yeah, us. That's, and that's probably where he'll stay on the sideline uh, <laughs> for his big brother. I mean, that, he's got his other brother there coaching. So uh, I hope it works out for you, but I think that should be a bigger priority than Louisville's head coach for Kentucky fans. But uh, I'm all for bringing Petrino back. Uh, as far as Rich Rodriguez, I think the fact that he graduated and coached at West Virginia should be a reason that he's excluded. He's got more baggage than Bobby. At least Bobby, we we own Bobby's baggage. But if Rich Rodriguez comes in, I think it's a catastrophic mistake just for the fact he's a West Virginia grad. Uh, so, I mean, I'm down on that. I'm down on anyone that's uh, from the West Coast. I think Charlie needs to uh, – I'm sorry, Tom needs to get somebody that's, that can keep the recruits and keep the players. And and uh, I like Clemson's AD, but I'm really, I'm really thinking – Bobby's the guy that can come in and do it, and uh, it'll be really interesting to see. But uh, I agree with Kelly. You know, Jurich, with the exception of Crackthorpe, uh, you know, he's uh, he's never done us wrong, so I trust in Jurich's. Um, but uh, let's talk a little bit about Kentucky uh, Derby point system, guys. I know uh, I know that's not the number one topic today, but it is going on. There was a race yesterday. Uh, Ten points was awarded to Noble Moon out of the Aqueduct. He, he won the Jerome. It's uh, it's in full full board. There's uh, a lot of points going out to the Derby. Uh, the the um, Kentucky Derby prep season runs through February 17th, where the winner gets 10 points, and then starting at the end of February, they go into the championship series uh, with the Fountain of Youth and a whole bunch of races starting there at 50 points. So as we debate uh, Louisville's successor at head coach. Uh, Kentucky Derby 2014 continues to move through. I know with the cold weather, nobody really wants to think about the first Saturday in May. 
but uh, like it or not, it's coming, guys, and uh, a lot of horses are getting their plans ready to try to get into that starting gate May, the first Saturday in May. So Noble Moon won yesterday, the Jerome at Aqueduct, and it looks like the next Derby Points race will be uh, the Sham. That's a hell of a name there, huh, Brian? The Sham at Santa Anita on January 11th. So we'll track that, certainly, and we look forward to talking with you leading up to the first Saturday in May. Thank you very much for the call, Brian. Our our phone lines are packing up here. Um, have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you. Well, gonna, thanks, Brian. We're going to head back to the Oxmore Ford Lincoln buzz line, 384-1450. Give us a call. We got our man Carolina on the line with us. Carolina, how you doing? Just fine. Great, great weekend. Uh, I know the Louisville fans are sorry to see Charlie Strong go. But I'm going to quote what Mike Brown said when he left North Carolina, one of the reasons he left, and I'm sure this is one of the reasons Charlie left. Mike Brown said he'd never win a national championship at Carolina, and I believe that's one of the reasons that Charlie Strong left to go to Texas to win a national championship. That's a fair point there, Carolina. You know, Louisville actually winning a national championship – you know, I think it was 2005, 2006, there was a possibility that they could sniff the national championship game. Uh, being that the, the BCS era has come to a close, I do think it's possible, Carolina. But when you're looking at the probability of winning a national championship, if you're a Louisville fan or whatever you are out there, you cannot deny your likelihood of going to and winning a national championship is extremely higher at the University of Texas. Yeah, it's great. I've been down there, and I was uh, down there on vacation one morning, took a walk, and actually ended up at the stadium. And I, since I was a little boy, I'd always wanted to go on Texas's field, and I asked the guy there, and he didn't have a key. He said, I'm going to take you somewhere else. And I could see why people want to go to Texas. He took me into this room, had, he, he drew the drapes, and it was in the end zone of the football field, its bar stools were had cowboy had saddles on, them, and it was the Texas Letterman's Club, wow, the Letterman who had the letter there. And then he said, "I'm going to take you somewhere else most people don't normally see." And beside of it was a room with not one but two Heisman trophies in it. One wow. from uh, Ricky Williams, and one from my favorite all-time Longhorn. Earl Campbell, the only man who's ever knocked out Bevo the Steer. Hey, I, uh, so far I've heard that um, Charlie Strong already has a new slogan, Longhorns First, Cards Forgotten. Hey, Carolina, <laughs> we, we appreciate you calling in, man. Our phone lines are jam-packed right now. Uh, we, we look forward to you calling in next week. Thanks for calling in. Always great info, as always. Hey, man, we're going. We're going to apply for some passes, man. You and I are going to attend the race car event this year, no doubt. Good stuff there from Carolina. We're going to head back to the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line. We got our man Truth on the line. We got just a couple minutes here before our break. Truth, how are you doing this morning? And let me guess what you want to talk about. Is it is it Charlie Strong? You know it. You know it. That was a great move, Charlie Strong going to Texas. What move? No, I mean, there's. it's tough to argue with that truth. I mean, there's. Uh, uh, gotta, I, I, I like know, the statistic that the state of Kentucky produces 21 Division One football recruits a year on average. Texas, 380. 
It's a whole different That's animal when you're jumping to Texas. It's like Texas is like Indiana for ba- for high school basketball. Truth. Yes, and here's what I've been telling everybody: Kelly Kelly left uh, uh, Cincinnati and went to Notre Dame, and what in two years he was playing for the national championship. True. A, and so you take Charlie Strong down at uh, Texas, and it, he, since he'd been at University of Louisville, he had great defense. Thank you if he get the players out of Texas. Laying on his defense, my God, it's going to be ugly down there. You're right. You know, truth. One thing that I've um, went back and forth with some of my buddies on over the last couple of days is if you look at the schedules of Louisville in the ACC minus Teddy Bridgewater next year, and then you look at Texas's schedule next season in the Big Twelve, I would argue it looks much in the roster. They have a lot of talent on Texas's team already. You know, number eight class coming in this year. Um, it's much more likely that Charlie Strong will have a winning record, and maybe not a winning, but a successful season next year coaching the Longhorns than he would for the the Cardinals. So, I mean, truth, you're completely right on. Um, it's not, it's tough to criticize to the decision by Strong. What else do you have for us? You know, I hope he who he get to be his offensive coach. You're gonna be cracked up, Joker Phillips. I think he well, it could happen. He's buddies with Phillips. Did you say we? Yeah. Are you a Texas fan now? Oh me? Yeah, you. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm a big I'm a big part of Charlie Strong. I I like what he stands for and and I'm going to go out and buy me a cowboy hat today. And <laughs> Texas long service hat and some boots. Truth, you just hurt my my spirit. I'm so sad. Are you anti Charlie Strong now, Ashley? No, I'm not anti Charlie Strong, but Thank I'm... you very much for the culture. <laughs> You're not anti Charlie Strong. I'm not. I'm this pro Louisville. So, pro Louisville. Okay. You know, I love Charlie Strong while he's here, but now he's gone. We have to move on. So Charlie Strong, first African American coach to be hired by the University of Texas, head coach in the history of the school. I read something. You know, I don't know. There may have been some obscure sport that had an African American head coach at some point. But as far as basketball, football, I think even women's basketball, volleyball, things like that. Never an African-American head coach, so that's certainly significant. We're going to head to a break, and Ashley, Carlo, Todd, and I will be back with more of the Weekend Sports Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz here with Carlo Kellum, Kelly Patrick, I'm Ashley Danielle. Todd, what is this music you're playing? It sounds like I've been working on the railroad. That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> is it? Is that what it is, Todd? <laughs> it's uh, the eyes of Texas are upon you. Okay, we can ditch this. <laughs> I've been working on the railroad. Is that theme music? I know. Wow. A little old-fashioned. A <laughs> little bit old-fashioned. That's, that's a dream job. Weekend yeah. Sports Buzz is brought to you by Brandon J. Lawrence. 
personal injury attorney. Call 502-587-0041 to reach the best personal injury attorney in the city of Louisville. Brandon J. Lawrence, where J? Stands for, stands for just the best. It stands just for the best. something Jurich. different every time. J no, stands Jurich. for justice. It stands for Jurich. And actually, uh, a segment that we, we, we missed last week, but we will have implemented once again this week, is at the end of the show, at the end of the 11 o'clock hour, about 11.50, We'll have our man Brandon J. Lawrence calling back in with our factual inaccuracies. He promotes justice and the truth. Without him correcting us, you know, there wouldn't really be any truth on our airwaves. We've got to keep it clean, keep it accurate. So, Brandon J. Lawrence, thank you very much for letting us be on every Saturday from 9 to 11 and Sunday from 10 until noon. We're going to hop to the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line at 384-1450. Right now we have Kevin on the line with us. How are you doing this morning, Kevin? And let me guess what you want to talk about. Is it have anything to do with Charlie Strong? Oh, you already know it. You already know it. <laughs> what do you have to say about Charlie hey, Strong, Kevin? Hey, man, well, first thing I want to say off top is, you know, hey, I appreciate what Charlie's done. And, and, and the thing is, I mean, that's Texas, and this is Louisville football. I mean, you got to be a realist to understand where, you know, what Charlie wants to do in his football career. And coaching a team like that only comes around once in a lifetime for a lot of coaches. So he's got a strike, you know, so I don't have a problem with that. And um, I'm actually going to watch. I'm going to I'm gonna keep an eye on him out there. I mean, I'm, I'm a Charlie fan, so, you know. But I'll say this. For the U.K. fans that are running around hollering about that we're irrational and we think that we're arrived, I don't think it's that we – now, don't get me wrong, there are some fans that are a little bit off the wall about where we're at on the football chain. What I look at it is like a – it's like a good woman. You hear you hear this analogy come from women all the time. The good females, they always say, I'm getting tired of getting screwed over by men. And, and that's what I think with, with the little fan base. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. I appreciate you already. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's the truth because, I mean, I've I, I, I got sisters and, I, and I've seen it. You know, they get screwed over by good women, get screwed over by guys all the time. And, you know, it happens. And I think that's what we as Louisville fans have come to learn over the course of the football time. Every time we get something good, our coaches are getting taken. But that's just where we're at when it comes to football. And that's just the way it's going to happen, which leads me into this point. That's why I don't want a Chad Morris or one of these young up-and-comer guys because once those guys come here and if they have any success, boom, they're out of there. So you don't want them. That's that's just my take on that, and it's going to happen. Granted, they go into the ACC, but it's going to happen if you get somebody like that. Well, Bobby Petrino to me is the logical choice, and it's it's just it is what it is. Louisville, for one, in the national media, when when the uh, Texas job came open, you seen ESPN, the national pundits, a lot of those guys were on there. First thing they were hollering, "Well, if I was." Texas AD, I'd give a call to Charlie Strong from Louisville, which shows you right there that what they thought of our program was like, oh, just take Louisville's coach and snatch him up. Or if you go back to Bobby, what's it matter if we take Bobby back? Our reputation among the national media is that we're not a football school, so what do we have to lose? So if we take Bobby back, I want to win. That's all I want to do is win. So we're not taking a hit when it comes to that. That's the way I look at it. Kevin, what do you say to the Louisville fans that are still skeptical about the way he left Louisville? How do you make them feel comfortable if George made the decision to bring Bobby Petrino back? Well, if they want, well, in Tom's decision, he, you know, how 
you can't change people's opinions. But winning cures a lot of those ills. And once you get, you bring a guy like Bobby back, Tom's job is to what? Make money for the university. I don't think that his job is to um, worry about e- uh, the fans' egos, you know, caring about what he does. His job is to put seats in them, put butts in them seats out of that stadium. And I hate to say, if you are Bobby back, I guarantee you, going into the ACC next year with a coach like Bobby that's proven, you're going to have a problem selling out getting, getting season tickets sold. I agree with you there, Kevin. Thank you very much for the call. Have a great rest of your weekend. We look forward to speaking with you again soon. See, that's the type of Louisville fans I like. He's a rational rational Louisville fan. Most Louisville fans are rational. I think most Louisville fans actually are. There's always exceptions. If you go to message boards, whether it be Rivals.com or Scout.com or any of the message boards out there, you get the most extreme nut jobs from any fan base. They exist. Don't get me wrong. Many I, I talked to a lot of Louisville fans who said, before this happened, last week, two weeks ago, a month ago, I was saying, school like Texas wants Charlie Strong, he's gone. And I talked to tons of Louisville fans who said, no way, man, he loves it here. They preached. Ashley, I, you, I even said he you would did. say. I didn't say it was because he, he loved it here. I said that I thought he would be loyal to the program after what he put us through last year with the Tennessee job and trying to make more money and all of that. But, I mean... Texas is too shiny of a star out there. You can't pass that up. You can't blame Charlie for that. He's getting paid more. He has better resources, better facilities, better fan support. Better everything. Plus his own (laughs) network. His own, literally his own Longhorn network. Think about that. I was, I was, I heard that uh, Mac Brown had to do a show every day. Yeah, Charlie may not take too well to that. That's not Charlie Strong. He may get better at it though. He's open to it. Percentage of it. People sure. are saying, a lot of the national guys are saying, that you know, Pat Forty, uh, different people saying they don't think this is a good fit. I'd argue I actually think Charlie Strong will do fine. I have a good feeling that Charlie Strong will be a good coach. I wouldn't be surprised if within a few years, four years, we see him win a national championship. Very hot-button topic today. Give us a call on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line, 384-1450. We're going to head back to the buzz line. We got our man, William. William, how you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing today, Kelly and Ashley? Good. Doing great. What yeah. about what about Carlo? We're not talking to Carlo. Carlos, I'm putting him on silence for the next ten minutes at least. Cease and desist. Huh? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm friends with you all on Facebook, so that's why I'm giving a shout out to you. And I'm sorry, Carlos. And I I'll say hi to you too. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. How's it going today? It's a lot of talk about Charlie, isn't it? Yeah. What do you think? Well. You know, I don't want to put much more energy into it. He's gone, and uh, it's time It's time for us, as all Cardinal fans, to move on. And uh, I've been pretty vocal on Facebook about Yeah, I saw it. You saw, have been, yeah. William. You have. <laughs> William Bruce Scott, a very very well-known uh, personality among the Cards fan base. You're very vocal. You're off the Charlie train. Do you want to see him fail at Texas? How much do you hate Charlie Strong, William? Say again, it's kind of hard to hear you. Oh, there. I'm what sorry. How much do you dislike Charlie Strong at this point? No, no, it's not that I dislike him. And, and like I said, I want to put much more energy into him than, than we already have for the last couple of years. With You know, I just feel like, uh, you know, he preached many, many times his five core values and everything. So I think that he really came out kind of looking like a hypocrite. Do do uh, Am I upset that he took a Texas job? No, not, not at all. Not at all. You should always want to do better for yourself, um, but it's how he went about it. That's that's where my feelings are hurt. Uh, more for the fans, uh, more for Jurich, 
after all that Jurich has done for him, and his players as well. You know, you promised these guys when when you recruited them that, uh, hey, we are going to play, and one day we'll play for a national title. We're getting ready to go to the ACC. You're telling these guys when you go to their home, and now all of a sudden, you know, you're out without speaking with anybody, without speaking with your athletic director, you know, that's about the only hurt feelings on it. But I don't blame him at all for wanting to do better for himself. But uh, it's just kind of how he went about it. And he's done it a couple of years in a row with kind of going behind and being sneaky, catching planes without letting his athletic director know. Those are the things that kind of hurt and sting. But, uh, you know, I don't wish anything bad on him there. Uh, but I surely ain't going to wish anything good on him because I'm a Cardinal fan. I can care less what Texas does, whoever's there. So uh, I'm a Cardinal fan only, period. You know, William, what do you think about um, <clears throat> the possibility of Bobby Petrino coming back? Well, my two choices right now, if I was if I was uh, Tom Jurich, and uh, obviously I'm not, he's, taking, he's, he's a lot smarter than I am, but my two choices – would be uh, either Gruden or Petrino. I know everybody feels rough on the Petrino. Yeah, he did us dirty as well a couple years back. Um, I think he's been humbled. My wife is yelling at me in the background. She can't stand Petrino now. So. <laughs> now, now she's, a, she's a fan, William. She's from Western Kentucky. She's a Western Kentucky alum. Hey, that's what, I'm a Hilltopper too, man. Fellow Hilltopper. There You're we go. still on this silence, is, This is no different than, Petr- hey. than Petrino coming back to Louisville. He needs to fulfill his commitment there. <laughs> hey, William, let me ask you this. You, you mentioned Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden is one of the most sought-out coordinators right now in the NFL. Why would he leave the NFL? Because he's a leading candidate for one of these five or four open vacancies they have right now. Why would he leave the NFL? for Louisville's not, uh, I don't think it's a dream job even for Jay Gruden. Uh, I tell you what, I didn't think that they would ever offer offer Charlie as much money as they did and make him the top ten highest paid coaches, you know, and being a UofL head football coach. I never seen that coming. But we obviously are making some pretty good money uh, at U of L to be able to offer out contracts like that. I, I believe probably Jurich tried to sit down and say, "Look, is it money with Charlie?" Because he probably was going to offer him another raise. Do I feel like he deserved another raise? Mm-hmm. Not really. I think that he, he only lost went three games at three. He's twenty-one and three. This this is what he's, he's arguably lost one game. He's with arguably the, worst. the best coach you all ever had. Seriously, put the best records you all ever had. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He won three bowls. He didn't do anything this year. No other coach won three. Who cares bowls? Love Charlie Strong. Strong. Love Charlie Strong. But we dropped a game we shouldn't have dropped at home. Let a team score twenty points in one quarter. That is unacceptable for a defensive-minded and oriented coach. But did he put butts in the seats? Thank you. Did he put butts in the seats? It's going to take a lot more than that to put butts in the seats in Louisville, especially when it hits October, November, and it's basketball did, did, season. You're asking, did Charlie Strong put butts in the seats? Uh, yes. At I'm times, yes. At, At times, times, yes. At times, the, the fan support, which which keep in mind is a issue that programs all across the country are struggling with. Alabama, Nick Saban has called out his fans. William, thank you very much for the call. We look forward to having you on again soon. Have a great rest of your weekend, William. Todd, to answer your question... Yeah, are you, he he struggled at times to put fans in the seats. Is that what you? That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, even and you know, not to use UK as an example, but UK sells out every, <laughs> every single game. A game. Louisville we sold out every suck. game this year. We have. No, they, well, I we go have to the games. Like, I had so many empty seats at the. Have games. you seen the pictures of Commonwealth on, this year? Man. Don't get me started on this. Commonwealth had tons of empty seats. There was a. 
20% full one game. I mean, yeah, they sold out. We sold out every game this year. Boy, Kelly, you're getting a little... Uh, we did. Yeah, it gets serious in here. Yeah. Uh, just, Bobby Petrino would fill the stands more so. Bobby Petrino would. Exactly. I would say it's absolutely but, impossible. you know the same UofL fans who, when he left, oh, he is a dirty, rotten, You're right. scoundrel. You're right. Oh, but we want you back. You're right. It's an interesting thing. I, I'd be interested well, to hear what our man William Bruce Scott and, and many other fans said of Petrino right after he left. He admitted to it. He did us dirty, but we would welcome him back. He fits in the mold, I think, of the ACC. It's not the SEC. doesn't have the defense that Kentucky has to go against week in, week out. They... Promote high-scoring, exciting brand of football. And I think Bobby Petrino, back at a humbled Bobby Petrino back at Louisville in the ACC, may be a match made in heaven. What do you think? I think it works. I think it really works. So how long is it before he leaves? I think the most, the best incentive they can give him is give him a new motorcycle and a <laughs> good pay raise. And to promote or uh, recruit some very attractive volleyball players. Because wow. that's apparently his thing. Well. I think coming out of West Kentucky, he's going to get a significant pay raise anyway. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, Louisville has to have probably the more attractive volleyball players than the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, right? Oh, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, no question well, about I mean, it. <laughs> no, is that what you mean? Have you seen their shorts? <laughs> their shorts? Are you kidding me? Maybe he'll um, have to fight Montrezl Harrell for his girlfriend. She's on the volleyball team. You Patrick, you yeah, Patrick daughter? Yearn's daughter. Man, imagine she's if pretty. you imagine yeah, she's pretty. She's built like a there. Yeah. Don't do Carlo. not. Don't, you, Carlo, you take that oh back my now. God, take no, it no, back. No, no, no. I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm, I'm talking about her. Af- she's athletically built. I yeah, mean, you should have said that. Is imagine messing with someone, some girl, and then finding out she has a boyfriend, and then and then her boyfriend's Montrezl Harrell, and then her dad's Patrick Ewing. That bad, would be the worst decision bad news ever. Bears, yeah, bad, bad news bears. That would be a bad <laughs> deal. So I don't think anybody wants to do that. A lot of little. Uh, specific topics within the Charlie Strong story. We're going to get to that and more after the break when Carlo, Ashley, Todd, and I are back with more of the weekend sports books.